Yeah, that's not. That'd oh. be a great. would be a great tattoo. Giant across your it back. Would. My God, put snakeheads on the ends. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Christ. <laughs> I call this one provoke. This one take. <laughs> it's I don't know. The- where's 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 hit, Matt? Where's hit? <laughs> Bold City Longsword presents Swords in Stereo. Matthew Stinsman is starting recording. Yeah, I started recording. Welcome to Swords and Stereo. That's my HEMA husband, Lucas DeBlasi. Hello. We're on video as well. Yeah. This may not be uh, uh, released as video. It may it's not, important. but probably will. All right. Hey. And I'm I'll try not to make faces with my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lucas DeBlasi. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Stinson. Well, That's Matthew Stinson. We uh we manage Bolsey Longsword in Jacksonville, Florida. Did I get it promoted? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. In a previous ex- episode, we talked about our journey as a club and how the club evolved, but that was more of a personal journey. So this episode, we're going to actually talk about our learning journey and how we learned things when we started and how that evolved to now where we're learning things as uh, club leadership. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the evolution of different forms of stupidity and ignorance. Yeah, and we're not we're not done yet <laughs> at all. <laughs> we got we got a lot of ignorant shit to do. So we started off uh, when and where, bitch. We started off in the park, following a dude, a dude swinging a sword in the park. Yeah, we uh, in in all practicality, we didn't know this guy at all. <laughs> uh, we just met up, and he's like, "I know what I'm doing." Do this too. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he, he, he was, he was like, like us now and forever. Uh, he was right about some stuff. He might've been wrong about some stuff, but yeah, but the, 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 that, the, that's what we had. The point I'm trying to make is, is we were so new. We didn't, we didn't know. And we literally had to take his word for it. I'm not saying he was right or wrong. I'm saying we didn't know if he was right or wrong because Correct. we, we were students in the, earliest possible form of being a student so i think one of the things we wanted to harp on is if you are a new student don't be an asshole because that guy <laughs> doesn't, that, doesn't, doesn't that apply everywhere matt yeah but it, it can it can be it applies double i think in this situation when swords are being swung at your head i, I think don't be an asshole is an important part and it's probably uh, it's probably part of the sources as well. Yeah, if you don't come with an a attitude to learn, if you want to be contradictory to everything this person's saying, that's negative behavior. That's not going to help either one of you. Now, I'm not saying Matt, what if you specialized in this sword art in your living room for the past year? I'm not saying you can't disagree with the person. But there's a time and a place to disagree with them. In the middle of your scheduled practice time with everyone standing around you, that's not the time to do that. Oh, so don't waste everybody's fucking time because you want to make a point. And you want to make it as non-confrontational as possible. Like, especially if, if you think something's wrong, 
maybe go home and do a little research. That way you can come back and cite your sources and do it in a polite manner where you're like, look, I don't, right. This is just what I see here. And then show them where you found that information. That also is twofold because now you're getting deeper and, and closer to the sources. Yes. Uh, which is, which is a part of HEMA is, is going to read the sources and, and come up with your own ideas and then, uh, and then pull pull your friend aside before you go be an asshole and, uh, and run yourself through, Hey, I think, I think we're doing the thwart cut wrong. Could I try it out? Could you throw some, could you throw some cuts in my head? And I want to try out, I want to figure this out. Well, and the, and the one of the, especially in that we're in the park situation, the only thing that might be separating you and the guy leading the class is that he started first that he's put, right. he's, he's putting the time in to study. So if you're also putting the time in to study, that should be more of a teamwork scenario than a confrontation scenario. It doesn't have to be either or. It can be and leave, and and. Leave your, leave your ego at the door. Mushin, mushin, no ego. Yeah. Whatever that weeb shit he just said was, that. Hey, that's not weeb shit. Sound philosophical advice. You know how many times I've said that this week? Seven. You're, you're probably close. <laughs> that's, but, but I just said it again, so. Oh, that's true. We're at eight now. So yeah. So, so if you if you go in trying to prove a point, like, hey, I'm right, you're wrong. Look, look at this fool trying to show me how to sword fight. You're going to break relationships apart. It's, it's not going to bring everybody yeah. closer together and make everything better and 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 increase the knowledge base. It's going to fragment everything, and you're going to have a bunch of assholes butting heads all the time. Yeah, and I, I want to go back to our, like our previous episode where I really think the most important part about the training thing should be, and you're probably, you might disagree with me on this, Lucas, but oh, no. it's, it's to have fun. If people aren't having fun, they're not going to learn and they're probably not going to come back after so many not fun classes. So if Man, we're, this has turned into a, a lecture on uh, human communication. Yeah. It's the, it's the student teacher relationship. Even if the teacher's fairly new, it's still a student teacher relationship. Yeah. Before you even get to class, you need to think, I'm going to be a good student and not an asshole. Like, you just need to have that. You need to have that in the forefront of your brain before you even go up there and meet these strangers. Yes. And that's what this episode's for. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how our learning journey started, is we met a guy at the park. And now we didn't, I don't feel like we had these issues. I saw this go down with some other people that showed up. Are we, are, are we not assholes, Matt? I mean, we're, we're secret assholes. We're covert assholes, I believe. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I don't I, know what that means. Are you being an asshole behind my back? <laughs> I would never tell you if I was. <laughs> yeah, that's such an asshole move. I could never fucking trust you. That's it. It's over. But uh, we had some people show up. And, you know, they stated they did this martial art or that martial art, and this would never work. And stuff got awkward a couple times. Before I was in charge of the club, I saw someone else get asked to leave. It was weird, and I never want that to repeat. So I, I, that's why I'm trying to put this message out now, because it, it, for me personally, that'd be really hard for me to do, is to, add, to, to let someone know that, their behavior's uncalled for, and they don't need to be part of our group anymore. I, I don't want to have to go through that. So no, 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 nobody does. Yeah, we we can touch on that maybe at the end of 
episode when we uh, when we get to that phase uh, yeah. how to how to conduct yourself with students so right now we are the students don't be an asshole don't have an ego trust what is being told you and independently verify it if you don't agree yeah well i think you should verify it regardless even if you do agree when you get to sparring it's going to get verified pretty fucking quick yeah that's true <laughs> Like, like right, right before they say fight, just go trust, but verify bitch. And then charge them. And yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll be like an anime. You just call out your, your interpretation yeah. version, uh, you know, four cut version 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, I got my fingers blasted. I guess I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> you get a, you do extra damage if you yell sneak attack beforehand. I think so. Yeah. But if I you, if it's you, in the manual. I mean, you really want to do it. You do it before the match while they're getting water. And, uh, <laughs> just pearl how them right across the ass at the water fountain. Just, boom, I win. Sneak attack. <laughs> Heard you're in my pools, bitch. All right, so the beginning of our learning relationship, we were students, and we were under yeah. a guy. Yes. Now, the, the guy left, and... I took over the club, but that didn't necessarily mean I wasn't a student anymore. I was still very much a student. When did you stop being a student, man? I am still a student. That, that's, that's what I, I love about our club is we have everyone studying on their own, and then someone will learn something and come in and teach the whole club, and that's amazing. They'll, they'll teach us in an actual teaching setting, like a student-teacher relationship, but they also teach us in sparring because when, when someone learns something new, there's a couple of weeks where they just wreck everybody else. And then we all have to figure it out real fast. That week when you learned the importance of the overbind and you tagged me in the head like seven times in a row, I, I look at that fondly. Uh, it was a good, it, that was a good week. Yeah, it, it was rough. It was rough at the time, but I look back at it now and smile. You know, it, it took me, uh, it took me reading uh, uh, Rutherford's Meyer Rapier book. It took me a month and a half of taking rapier classes under uh, Keith. Ham. It, it took it took a lot of pieces to come together to approach that, like and and behaving as a student with that thing specifically. So the the guy, we were students and we were under a guy. The guy left, but we're still <laughs> students. So I moved on to uh, Sword Carolina Online. They post their classes online. It's uh it's just like you're there. They put the camera up in the corner, and then they teach a class. And then they also have little five-minute technique set uh, segments. They've edited them with better editing and audio. So, like, those are, the, those are little videos, but they also just have, this is the class. And you can learn from both. I was literally just watching these videos, learning them, and then regurgitating them. I wasn't changing anything. So, I, it, you know, class was on a Sunday at the time. It was Sunday at 4. I would wake up. And watch the video like five times. I would write it down verbatim, everything he said verbatim, yeah. and then we, I would. We come still have all of the those notes in our yeah, uh, in our, like in our uh, planning folder. Yeah, and then I would show up and just read what Aaron or Josh said to the people who showed up that day. What What I'm hearing, Matt, is when we were in the park learning how to sword fight, we were trusting the guy and doing exactly what he said, and and uh, as you were learning to teach you listened to the guys and did what they told you to do they like and did exactly what they did to figure it out yes 
there were, when we moved from being under Christian to moving to Sword Carolina, there was more of structure involved like the the classes had a, a beat to them it wasn't it wasn't like this is what i learned this week all right let's go it was all right we're gonna do the five master cuts for the next five weeks and right the class will be structured solo drills then partner drills then setups we felt more like it felt more like a learning environment opposed to just people hanging out and doing what they learned that week well, Which it was I, an actual, actual class structures. Yeah, and I think that really helped. That helped our retention, and it helped bring when new people came in. They they're like, oh, this this is structured well. These people right. these people have put the time in to help me learn this. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, me, meanwhile, we're, you know, Matt and I and others are in the background, like just shitting sweat. What are we doing? Are we doing the right thing? Okay, everybody, listen up. We're gonna work on uh, we're gonna work on proud today. But I, I think I, I don't want to I don't want to lose the sight of the importance of you. You took the time to watch all the content on Sword Carolina online. You traveled up there and uh, and worked with them. You traveled down south to Ox America and worked with them. And you 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 saw how everybody was teaching you you went to watch them teach as much as you went to learn techniques or whatever so as as you as you and and i've i've done similar work traveling for work and visiting other schools the transition from just being a student listening to a guy to being uh someone who's coaching and teaching and listening to other people who coach and teach and reading the sources that's that's an important transition yeah. And well, the biggest, I, the biggest part of that was watching people do the thing that we were going to do, which was teach people. I think, I think at, at that moment in the club's journey, you're, you're, you have a dual role because you're a student, but people are also looking to you for information. So yeah, you, yeah. you have to walk <laughs> that line where you know, you have to, you have to show that you know what you're talking about. Right. You, you have to be one page ahead of. Yes. The people coming in off the street not doing the the work and outside. one thing i made very clear to myself right up is like not to make shit up like if someone's like hey why do we do it this way <laughs> like I'm, i was like matt you don't know so tell this person you don't know and right and, and that, I, that's become a that's become a part of our club culture yeah not uh, not that we don't know anything but because you just, i mean it's a lot of pressure being that guy up front, and then someone's like, "Well, why do you, why why your long edge, not your short edge?" I don't know. Do it both ways and fit and see what works better, and then yeah. tell me because I have no idea. Because you you don't want to just make some crap up, because eventually that guy is gonna that trusted you is gonna yeah. go verify it, and then he's gonna be like, "Well, you were you were wrong, and nothing you're quite you, wrong. <laughs> no, nothing you said." I, I can't find what you said anywhere in any of these other sources. And there's, there's also a level of trust there. If, cause if you tell them, you don't know the stuff when you do tell them what you do know, that seems more genuine. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you, if you have some humility about your, your knowledge that you're working with, people are going to trust you because sometimes you can go, I don't know, but which I, I was like, I don't know, but I'm killing Lucas with it. And well, um, you mentioned the overbind earlier. I was, Doing my shield house patterned after Anton Kinyukovic's shield uh, shield uh, house, 
and I was wrecking people with it. It was like a lightning strike, Sheil Howe, just watching what he did and doing it. And I didn't realize I was getting like a beautiful overbind with that. And I didn't realize that until a month and a half of rapier. And uh, I looked at Keith Hamm in the eyes one day and both of our eyes twinkled with understanding like, oh, Lucas has got it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I went, I went, I was ignorantly doing something cool and then learning more yeah. about it, and branching out. Into you didn't know why it was that. working until you did know. Oh yeah. That's why we, that's why we were yeah. doing it. Yeah. That's I didn't know why I was working, but it was doing it and I was showing people uh, and it was working for them too. So on that journey. So now we're students under sword Carolina, but we're also, so we're, we're students under a, a structured school with a class setting a set curriculum yes now we're going to move on to where we're going to so instead of just taking sword carolina's word for it on everything right we picked the source and we picked meyer which was odd looking back on it because sword carolina does not do meyer (laughs) so we were like you know what we've been doing this about a year let's just switch everything up not it wasn't too bad i mean it was circle german longsword german longsword yeah, there's some small differences in contexts, but overall, it's it's ninety five percent the same. So I remember picking it, but I don't remember why everyone else went along with it. You bought a you bought a book. I remember. I did. That. I bought and then, the book, and then, and then I bought the book. <laughs> I went to go visit Ice America. We did a class, and then we went out to eat afterwards. And I asked some newbie question, like full on white belt question, and. The guy was like, well, I have, I have an answer for that. And he pulls out the 1570 Meyer book and he, you know, he, he had, he went to the page and he read it to me. I was like, well, that's, <laughs> that's very interesting. Well, what book is this? Cause you know, I had been learning from videos. I had the one general German longsword book. I hadn't trained from an actual historical source yet. So he, he showed me this book and he was like, yeah, and then, you know, it starts with longsword. It, it gives you all your tools. Then it tells you how to implement those tools. And then yep. it tells you strategies. Then it goes to the do sack and it does it again, but it all back converts. <clears throat> so you have to go back yeah. to your longsword and then you do your, your Maya rapier, your side sword, and you learn all these new principles and tools, but then you have to backwards converted again and go back to longsword and do sack and like the geek in me the dnd geek in me is like oh it's like playing a wizard cool <laughs> i'm down and yeah and i i think i was just lucky enough because this book is famously always not in print and stupid expensive right. and i was just lucky enough that he introduced me to this book when it was selling for its cover price so i grabbed one I might even have grabbed two. I don't remember. Um, yeah. I think I think our club owns like seven of them now, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, I've still got my uh, my old copy. With, yeah, my, uh, mine's falling apart. With my uh, my elbow blood stain from Matt yeah. and I sparring in the backyard uh, without proper protective equipment. Yeah, what are your protective gear, kids? <laughs> don't do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> Busted my elbow open and then uh, – I didn't go get a Band-Aid. I went straight to my book and branded it. That's, yeah. uh, that's how bridge trolls do. <laughs> so now we're still students, but we're students under a historical source. Yes. How is that different from being a student at a school or a student under a guy? The responsibility of the interpretation falls solely on your shoulders at that point. Yes. Um, that, that doesn't mean that you lose 
those other resources because we still traveled and visited other schools and continued to learn. You, YouTube is lousy with content on Meyer, so there's a lot of a lot of content to help to help us to work through all of those challenges at the time. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm still a member of South Carolina. I mean, they they they're still putting out content, and I'm still oh, watching yeah. it. Um, their their re-releases of uh, all of their core techniques. Those those new videos are excellent. Go check uh, them out. Sword Carolina. Woo! Free commercial. And oh my gosh, I, uh, I commercial the shit out of both those dudes. <laughs> <laughs> great uh, great people. Great people. Nothing weird. Yeah. With the the sources, if you're a student under the sources, one of the good things is is if people are having disagreement, not disagreements. If what you're oh, you settle you settle those with swords, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> full Highlander at our club, you can literally point to the passage and you're like, this is what it says. Now, this is how I interpret it. Are you interpreting it different? And that's right. where the conversation starts opposed to, I just don't agree. Well, then uh, it goes back to uh, point number one. Uh, don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. I don't really see it that way. Could you show me? Yes. Could you show me the YouTube video that you're, that you're citing? Could you, you know, what, what, what part of this does make sense or what part of it doesn't make sense. And then that's where the, the collaboration comes into play. It's, it's trust, but verify bitch, you know? Yeah. You got to trust the source, but now instead of verifying it through before we would verify it through the source. If, if the guy or the, the school, if it wasn't coming across in a way we liked or understood or couldn't wrap our head around it, the source is what we'd go to verify it with. Yes. But, but with the source, it's, it's <laughs> mostly sparring that you're going to use right. to verify. You can compare multiple sources. Even by the, well, uh, Meyer has two books. So he might say so, something slightly different in one from the other. Well, that, that, that's also uh, the beauty of the German longsword in its entirety. There's so much material out there, all the way to, from the original Zettel, all of the glosses. Um, Meyer, there's a couple other people who, uh, who rock the German system. So you can go read the text from the original Zettel. You can read the three or four glosses of that. And then you can go read all of the, the material in Meyer that referenced that technique. And you can combine them all together and really get a, I won't say crystal clear, but you can get a clear picture of what's going on, a clearer picture. And then maybe your friend reads a different source and says, well, this guy says the, 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 thumb, the thumb is pointed down or whatever. Oh, my God. Or look at a picture. The picture is different. So you can still bounce all the sources off each other to get a clearer picture of what's going on. And then go to your guy or your buddy. And then go to YouTube. And then go to Sword Carolina. And then take a, a trip somewhere the next town over and run it by them. There's a lot of opportunities to vet to trust the sources and verify what the hell's going on. Yeah, trust but verify. We've picked the source. We're the student. Sometimes the sources, I think I don't think Meyer has this problem as much as some of the other ones do, but sometimes the sources are hard to work out. So once we've went through that process of breaking it down, ver verifying what we think we know, now we can distill that into a learn uh, easier learning environment for the new students. So now we're right. now we're we're the guy. So when we started, we were a student under a guy. Now we're the guy <laughs> with students <laughs> under us. In ringing, yeah. 
<laughs> so all that stuff Lucas just said about comparing the sources, watching other people's interpretation of the sources. Once you've done all that, you need to start explaining it in a way that the new person on day one can understand. Right. Well, who's, who's the, was it Einstein or somebody said, uh, if you can't explain something simply, uh, you don't fucking know it. Yeah. Uh, somebody said something like that. Something reminiscent. Yeah. It might've been from a TV show. I don't you're know. Not, you're not explaining it clearly. So. So I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. <laughs> That, that that's that's the stage we're at right now. Is right, think, we're trying um, to explain it cl- clearly and concisely, concisely. Yeah, I one of those one of those words. I've read all of my uh, the fifteen seventy. I've read all the longsword, the Dusak, and the sidesword book. But just picking the book up and reading it in the middle of class to a new person isn't going to come across near as well as you breaking it down into common street english i don't know what the hell to call it and yeah yeah like and, blade runner and, yeah and distilling it in a way where like you know there's there's this part over in the the rapier section and there's this this other part in the Dusak section and if you haven't right. read those this paragraph in the longsword section isn't going to be as clear as it should be but we get to be that voice uh we've done our diligence ish reading our source we're doing it to everything that we were seen before. And now we can say there's a lot less. I don't know is going on in the club. <laughs> yes. I, I still have a lot of, give me a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I vaguely know where that's at. One second. Uh, right. I'll run over and grab the book. Yeah. So that's where we're at. So if you're doing HEMA right now, if you're coming in as a new person, or if you've been doing it for a while, but your club is growing, find what step you're at and then keep moving forward. Did we put some, uh, put some clear cut steps in there? I think we did. Uh, so you're a, you're a student, brand new, learning from a guy. Don't be an asshole. Trust and verify. And then you are a person with a knowledge base of HEMA. You can, t- you can pass that on to other people. Trust and verify your sources. And also, don't be an asshole. <laughs> and then uh, you're then you're uh, you're further in the game, where you can explain it more concisely. You've seen enough of the the dots. You've connected enough of them that you can explain these difficult concepts in your own language. You don't have to use the guy's language or the source's language. You can use your own language. And again, trust and verify with everything that you did prior. Um, and uh, and don't be an asshole. Nobody nobody likes an asshole. Nobody's going to want to keep training with you if you're a fucking asshole, whether you're a student or the guy or the guy 2.0. Or even the sources. I mean, look, no one, look at George Silver. Smart guy. No one likes him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Boom, canon. It's it's in the sources. Don't be a fucking asshole. But yeah, so uh, I th- and I think that's where HEMA in general is at right now. I mean, everyone there's a large majority of people who know the sources now, and now everyone they're they're breaking it down to be more understandable. Some people were ahead of the gap, but I mean, in general, right now, I think if you show up at most clubs, people will they'll they'll explain stuff in a way that you'll understand, 
and they're they're citing the sources, but they don't act, but they don't actually have to anymore, you know. Uh, like yeah, what, yeah. No, no, nobody needs to go read a read a paragraph on fueling. Yeah. In ninety nine percent of the journal uh, sort. Yeah, you know, I think the, I think uh, Rutherford's book is a great example of that, where he took Meyer's book and broke it down for the everyday new human student. Oh man, some sexy diagrams. <laughs> some sexy diagrams, man. Remember right, when well, you showed me? You showed me these diagrams. Yeah, I know. I yeah. I fucking I fucking it started dry humping my leg. <laughs> I Zorn Zorn ordered my pants. <laughs> Well, I think that's it for this episode. <laughs> Oof. Man. Trust but verify, God, bitch. Man. Trust and verify. This episode of Swords and Stereo was produced by Final Plank Media Productions. Theme song for Swords and Stereo is Thunderer by Professor Agma. Check him out, too. To find out more about Bold City Longsword, visit their website at jacksonvillehema.com. To find more Final Plank Media-produced podcasts, visit finalplank.com, or visit us at Final Plank on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.